Hello. The show is going to be starting in just a few moments. But in the meantime, if you are new to Fireside or if you're watching this in replay, we like replay. (laughs) Well, actually, if you're watching in replay, you probably know how all of this works. But if you are new to Fireside, uh, there's a couple of things you can do. You can react. Um, You'll see during the show, there'll be a clap and a uh, happy face and a party thing. You can hit any of those anytime and we will hear it and everyone else will hear it. But if you want to uh, use a different emoji, hit that react button and whole bunch of emojis will come up and you can choose the one you want and press send if you also want to leave a comment you do the same thing hit an emoji and send a text just like you would on your phone so that's about it but the show will be starting in a few minutes and remember please share it with all your friends and people that don't consider you to be a friend Share it with them too, because they would love it. Again, the show will start in just a few moments. do that Uh, hey i know you can't see me yet because i was getting ready to make some big mistakes (laughs) (laughs) so you're going to see me in three two one oh actually you're gonna see me and jill three (laughs) two thanks for including me (laughs) hey here we are it's like magic How about that? Can you believe it? <laughs> I actually know how to work this stuff. That's right. Isn't that cool? Well, greetings, everyone. Greetings. greetings. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I am. So I am. before we get to, well, I'll say it at the end of the show. Huh? I'll, I'll, I have something but you say before we get to sudden and then you're like I'll say it at the end of the show yeah yeah okay I'll say it at the end all right well let's get rolling. all right well 
we're very excited in this show because we have a guest. Yay! Yes. Uh, we're coming to her a little bit later, and you'll hear all about her and from her. Uh, she's quite dynamic, so we're excited yeah. uh, that she's here with us. Um, tonight's topic is, is balancing dun, dun, your dun. personal life with your professional life. It's part of a segment that Ooh. we call where we, we take a stance. We have, we have segments and stuff? We, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Is that the segment? That's it. That's it. Wow. So So. I think our stances are the same on this in terms of balancing personal versus professional life. But I must say that when we first met, we would not have had the same answer because one of the things that you said to me when we were dating was that vacations were overrated. overrated. And it's the only thing about you that I've ever set out to change. <laughs> but I but I told you why I said that. Because you're a workaholic or were? No, I didn't. I, I, I had to work. Well, most, <laughs> most people have to work. I was focused on just making money. And I didn't have anyone permanent in my relationship. So there was no need to go on vacations. Really, um, I did go on a vacation. I went on several vacations by myself. Did you have fun? I thought I did until I watched the video that I shot of my vacation. It was really sad. sad. It was a sad. And I was like, I'm not going on vacation again until I'm in a permanent relationship. Yeah, so that so so that was that was that. And so when did you change your mind that vacations were overrated? When I met you. <laughs> yeah, cuz like for a while I had like lots of vacation time. Jill had so much vacation <laughs> time and like this is after we we've been married for a while and she had so much vacation time. I had to tell her I said, "Jill, we can't Go on vacation every single time you have vacation time because it was just the job just gave her too much vacation. It wasn't too much vacation. Not at all. Because I still took it whether you were with me or not. So I still took it. You know, well, I want to do some some shout outs before we get to our guest. We have Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Charlie. In our audience. Charlie special. What's up, Charlie? What's up? Um, I listened to your yesterday's show today. Um, actually, I'm going to send you a text. That's what I'm going to do. Got some so you stuff. know his number? I have it. Oh, oh. oh how about that? How about that? <laughs> Re- remember, remember, I have started to embrace social media. Charlie well, knows what I'm talking really about. Social media. Oh no, no, but no, but I went into all his social media stuff. Oh. See, Charlie. Charlie knows I was I was kicking and screaming on that, but um, you know. Okay. <laughs> Who you, was you, clapping? You, Charlie. Was... <laughs> it was Charlie. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was just making sure. And welcome, Mel. And welcome, Denise. And welcome, Danielle. Danielle, I just um, sent you an invitation to join us on video because I would, I want everyone to see you before I actually introduce and you. And Mel, I haven't talked to you myself yet. 
But I have seen you in many other shows and um, we'll be talking. You'll see. Oh, and here's our guest. How beautiful and stunning. It's the stunning, the fabulous Danielle P. Jeter. Welcome. Let's give her audience give her some love. For her. Show her some love. Yeah. So um, if you're unaware of who Danielle is, you'll, you'll certainly remember her um, from this point on. Um, she is described as a creative, a visionary, inspiring, and a, tr- a trusted advisor. She's the founder and CEO of AOI Events and PR, and she's also Women in Media Global. So welcome, Danielle. Welcome. That's welcome. a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so, what'd you say? Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, oh, of course. Yes. We're it's our honor to have you. We, yes, we here. are blessed to have you. Yes, here. we are. So, first of all, tell us um, because we have a lot of creators um, uh, on fireside creators in our audience. Tell us what it is that you do that yes. can help them. Absolutely. So hi everyone, I'm Danielle Jeter and I'm the founder of AOI Events and PR. And so I help CEOs and their companies land mainstream media features with or without having a publicist on their teams. So I specialize in building notable brands, brand awareness and credibility for my clients to position them as industry experts. So what I do is I get them major media placements, whether it's newspaper write-ups, magazine, digital media, interviews on podcasts, TV, and radio. So we keep our clients booked, um, them having the opportunity to share their stories, share their whys, which is a great way to build brand awareness around um, the initiatives and the movements that you're building. And also a great way for you to just really borrow the audience of these established media companies, you know, where people go every day to get their entertainment, their news, their weather, and then you borrow their credibility while you're building your brand and your business. So most people come to me when they want to build their publicity, they want to get their name out there, and they want to get some media features. Excellent. So a question that I often um, hear is that People don't know what their brand is yet. Maybe they're just Ooh, emerging. So that's not how good. That's <laughs> no, not it good isn't. At all. So do you help them understand what their brand is? Um I would say no. For the for the clientele that I work with, they tend to already have that in place. They now need to take it to another level. How can I then take this brand that I've built, this name, this company that I've built? And how can I make it bigger so more people are aware of how we're changing the world? But when it comes to you establishing the brand, um, that's not typically work that we do. However, I do know what to do. (laughs) It's just not a service offering that we particularly have at this moment. Understood. Well, um, (laughs) Danielle, um, so that's not what you do, but... You said you do know what to do and how to advise someone. And our 
audience, there's some of people in our audience that may not know exactly what their brand is. So is it possible you can give them like a quick, quick, you know, like a quick, quick on (laughs) how to focus in on what your brand should be? Yeah, absolutely. Your brand is always going to start with your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the passion and the reason that you decided to invest your time, your talent and your resources into launching this business, into starting this movement, into creating this organization? Your why is a big part of that brand is how people are going to connect with you and begin to resonate with the efforts that you're putting out there. So understanding that and staying connected to that um, is that's that's your heart. That's your passion. Um, And from there, everything flows. Right. So another thing that's important when you're establishing your brand, once you know your why, what is your mission? Creating Mm -hmm. a mission statement that says we want to do this, these things with this business and we want to help these people or we want to make this change or we want to, you know, whatever that mission is, like whatever, what you do, um, that mission statement is important. Also the vision statement. So how are you going to get there? And how is this going to be measured? Who are those, who, what are the statistics and the numbers that you're going to impact by embarking on this journey? So having that mission statement, um, that vision statement is very important um, when it comes to establishing your brand. And ultimately your brand is also you, how you show up and Mm -hmm. how you, you know, those first impressions that you give off to society and to when you're, you know, in the marketplace and you're meeting people and you're networking, your brand precedes you. So what is your reputation? What do people say about you when you're in the room and when you're not in the room? Mm-hmm. So, you know, my advice always comes from a place of it's not about the colors and the fonts and the logos and the website. It really starts with you and being able to establish that and being able to tell your story um, and then showing up in a way that how do you serve people? How do you connect mm-hmm. with people? How do you deal with people who don't like you? These, th- th- This is your brand. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, well, so building that reputation um, and, and knowing how to deliver your story is the brand at its bare basis. Cool. Well, what, well, what is your why and what sparked it? Uh, my why is to simply tell your stories. I'm here to disrupt the media industry um, being able to insert more positive stories about black and brown communities and about women into the news cycle um, and to uh, change those negative uh, stereotypes and narratives about our community. Um, my why also involves um, being able to own media, right? So we are we are the content creators. We are the consumers. It's time for us to also be the owners. You know, mm, that's uh, right. Woohoo! I'll pause for that. Hey, yeah. Yes. So I'm talking. <laughs> Build those empires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, a lot of my why stands around just uplifting positive narratives about us and then also taking in ownership for us to create legacy and wealth. So, what inspired you to get into this line of work? Um, I, I would say following my passion of performance in theater. I'm a dancer. And so um, I've always allowed that to just lead all decisions that I've wanted to do of my life because I I never wanted to have a life that did not involve the things I want to do. 
And I, I, I don't know why, but at a very young age, I just knew that whatever I wanted, I could have. Whatever life I wanted, I could have. I didn't think that it needed to be something traditional. I just knew that it needed to involve things that make me happy. Because if I'm not happy, I'm not a good person to be around. <laughs> <laughs> like most of us, right? That's so right. That make her happy so that we all can stay sane around here. So... I just continued to follow that, which led me to Spelman College. Um, I danced in the band for Morehouse, and that was amazing. And then from there, um, I began to really learn a lot about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's coming in! <laughs> we don't want you to lose it on our show, but it's okay if you do. <laughs> But I I went into production and uh, being in theater, we also have to market the shows so that we actually have an audience. And so I began to take a liking to promotion and marketing and production and sales. And that led me to the radio station because I began to not only just be in theater and producing shows, but then I started to produce events around campus and, you know, for my student body and just networking experiences and parties. And I said, Oh, you know, I, I could start a business doing this. I like doing events. I love being around people. I love cultivating community and bringing people together for positive vibes. I could start a business doing this. So I, then I launched AOI events, at that time, it was just events. It, there was no PR. And so when I launched that, I was about 20 years old when I did that. And from there, I said, I need to establish myself as a as an expert and authority in this space. This is my 20-year-old mind. I don't know what I was You know, so people know that I am the go-to expert when it comes to events mm -hmm. and how do I do that? Oh, well, let me go to Radio One and, and, and intern for Kathy Hughes, who's an established, you know, black owned radio network in our country. Absolutely. The mm -hmm. best of the best. You know, <laughs> I was there and, I, and the rest is history. I just continued to go. And, and there I learned a lot about journalism. I learned about media production, how to produce radio, how to produce talk shows. And people began to see me you know, around media personalities and journalists. And they said, well, hey, can you do some marketing for my business? And I said, well, I don't really offer marketing. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm onto something here. And I said, you know what, I do offer marketing. And I just... <laughs> People will yes. tell you what they want. People Excellent. will tell you. Excellent. I'm, I'm so happy that you figured that out. Like in your 20s. In your 20s, in your, yeah. Your 20s. Yeah, very young age. You know, it took me 40 years to figure that out, you know. But... I have a question, which is, how does your analytical mind and your creative mind go together? Do they do they ever butt heads with each other or or have they meshed together? I think being a creative is a superpower in business because you can come up with very unconventional and out of the box ideas that will allow you to stand out in the marketplace. So that creativity is valuable, you know, in entrepreneurship. And then when it comes to the analytical side of things, that's a, I mean, it's a really good question. 
I wouldn't say that they, you know, kind of get in each other's way. I think that they both have its place. Now, I will say that um, as you are building the business, you're in the business and, you know, you, you might still be working in your business. You know, you become a little bit more analytical than you are creative. And so I have to constantly uh, charge my creativity so I don't get stuck mm -hmm. or get a, get get too um, just uh, what's the word I'm looking influenced by trends and what everybody else is doing. I never really wanted Correct. to do it everybody else is doing mm -hmm. you know i've always wanted to like be unique and stand out so tapping into your creativity and not just being like a you know let me just be a copycat be a trendsetter not a trend follower that's, that's right exactly that's right exactly yeah so. yeah keep your keep your own voice yes very important to keep your own voice yes um, yes don't let anything else dilute it you know? yes yeah. well when in my introduction of you, I called you a trusted advisor. Can you name uh, some of the people you've worked, you've advised and worked with? Yeah, um, so many. Uh, I know I have to get better at answering this question. People always ask, "Well, who have you worked with and what have you done?" But it's just like over so many years, just do the work. We gonna get you a cheat sheet. <laughs> So we gonna get you. You looking at your hand. Um. <laughs> so yeah. I've had, the, you know, one of the biggest honors I've had was to advise a lot of our elected officials. So at about twenty six or twenty five, I was an appointed commissioner for our governor in Pennsylvania, Governor Tom Wolf, and I sat on his commission for about six years, and I advised him. Um, I was the youngest person in the state to be on that appointment. And that was an honor to do uh, for my voice to be heard, for the for me to be the representation of young black women in my city. So that was awesome um, to do. I've had the opportunity to also advise our mayor, you know, so I think, you know, some of the, the wisest politicians are those who surround themselves with wise counsel who don't always look like them, but who represents the people in the community so that they can make sure that they understand what is a need as a public servant. So that has been really great. There was a, another organization that was very impactful for my career. They're called Be Me, um, Black Male Engagement. Uh, they've rebranded since, um, but I, was, I started out as their local publicist in Philadelphia and then quickly became their national publicist. Again, I was in my 20s doing this work. So I represented um, what they were doing, which is really amplifying the positive stories and the work of Black men all over the country. It was mm -hmm. an honor to be amongst, you know, top tier Black male leaders in our country and to grow their brands, you know, represent them in the media and the PR and uh, just to be a great a great vessel in that movement um, was extremely viable for me. So that was really, really awesome. And then, you know, what's even more honorable is the fact that I've been able to to teach and, and guest lecture and at so many colleges, at so many universities and schools across our country that um, that the educators see me, you know, a value I can come in and, and talk to and, and impress upon young minds and give them opportunity um, and, and to talk to them about my experience, you know, so that has been a, a great joy, too as well. 
So, you know, it's been, it's been a little bit of everything. <laughs> but but it's but as you started off this conversation by saying it is all part of your brand. I can see how those all go together, you know, um, so phenomenal, phenomenal. Yes, yes. Bravo. Phenomenal work. Um, but that makes you sound incredibly busy. <laughs> so how do you since we're talking about uh, professional lives versus personal lives? Do you have much of a personal life? I do. I have a, a very personal life. <laughs> I mean, a lot. Wait, 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 wait. Very personal life. Does that mean so does private? That mean, does, that does that mean, mean you don't want us to go there with you? No, like no. we can't ask you about no, your personal life. I no, I kind of think this is like it's your personal life. Like, yeah, I'm kicking it with you know this person, that person, it was whoever the person it that is. walked in the room. Oh, but I might have been that person who walked in the room. That's right. That's right. Or is your personal life, you know, just, you know, getting a good book and just staying in the house and reading that book. But surely, you know, how do you balance the relationship? I don't and I'm not trying to dig in your business. No, we're we're really but, not trying to pry. Well, I kind of am. I'm trying to dig in your business a little bit, right? So do do you find do you find it difficult um, to find someone that is on your level? You know, because you started very young. You know, in, in, in my career, I started very young also. And I found that people my age, I didn't have anything in common with. Right. So do you run into that same kind of issue? So um, I would say that I prioritize my personal life. So um, I'm a very well-balanced person. So I have created boundaries and also a routine that nurtures me and allows me to always present my best self. So, um, and that involves my personal life. Like I told you all earlier in, in the interview, like I have a passion for dance, you know, that's not necessarily something that I do professionally, but I make space for it, you know, and yes. that's how serious I am. I've always wanted to create a life that made space for what I wanted out of mm -hmm. it. So um, to answer your other question, you know, when it comes to like meeting like-minded uh, partners or potential, you know, mates, no, I don't find it difficult because I'm also very particular about where I spend my time and where I go. Okay. And so, um, you know, we live in like today, you know, entrepreneurship and business is a like hot topic. And there's a lot of people in this space that are really doing phenomenal things. You know, young black companies are, you know, building multi-million dollar brands and billion dollar brands. So it's a really great network out here for it. Mm -hmm. I just know for me, you know, when it comes to a partner that I'll, you know, my partner, I want my partner to be my business partner too. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I, I would want someone who's in this space as me, because if not, you probably won't understand, understand you know, right. we, we come off as workaholics. We come off as people who are just super, focus on the business and we always think about the business and we we always about the business the business don't turn off right that's so, right that's right who also understands that as well correct that, right to be another entrepreneur <laughs> mm -hmm. right right you and know? then with with just friendships do you find that uh people 
because of who you are and who you know and what you do, do you find that some people try to climb onto you for that reason? Um, yes and no. I would say like, I would say earlier on, you know, when I was little, when I was younger and probably a little bit more like social here, there, everywhere type of vibes. I think so, but I'm so wise now. So, so I can Oh, you've been wise for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you not just now. You've been wise for a long time. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I can kind of see it, but again, I, I'm very particular about where and who I spend my time with because I'm like, I don't have no time to waste. Like if we're not going in the right direction or mm-hmm. I don't feel as if you stimulate any part of my life then like i'll see you on facebook like (laughs) (laughs) you know or you could just come out to one of my events that i'm having but right you know so you know um i have mostly entrepreneurial friends too i do have other friends as well but i would say that i probably talk more daily to my entrepreneurial friends Mm -hmm. sure Sure. Oh, oh, they're bad. They're bad. <laughs> who is that? Who is? Who, who is? They can show their who face. Is, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> we we want to see you on I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> We're trying to get in your business. <laughs> Well, uh, another question related to your your career. Um, you're doing so much, and they're they're like I, I see them as like arms and branches of yeah. you know your core. Um, do you is there something that you haven't done that you're hoping to do in the future? Yeah, I want to start my own like product. Well, I've already launched a media production company for Women in Media Global. It's something that I'm still building. So it's in its infancy, but I want to go deeper into, like I said, owning media. So whether that's me buying a media, buying media outlets, I do want to buy some media outlets and I do want to own a dis- our own distribution network. So that's where the media production will metamorph also into a distribution channel, just like a fire, you know, a fireside, for example, this is a distribution. This is an mm-hmm. app as well as tech. It's all those things. So owning something like that of my own under women in media's company, well, with that brand is uh, what I want to do. In my personal life, I want to have children. I want to get married. I want to uh, have a very unconventional life where I travel. You know, I envision like living outside of the country with my children and just, you know, things like that <laughs> as well. That's great. That's awesome. Fabulous. That's awesome. So one thing that I, I've noticed um, with with strong black women, um, rarely or only occasionally do they get asked the question, what help do you need? Because they think they're so strong, they don't they don't need any help, you know. But um uh, if you were to lay your your burdens down, what kind mm-hmm. of help would you <laughs> what kind of help would you want hmm. or need? If I was to lay my burdens down, 
Um, I definitely want some business partners, you know, like I want, uh, cause I started my business solo. So I was a solopreneur. I did a lot of, you know, all of the building that I've done has been solo. I want to have a, a competent business partner next to me to help me, uh, scale what I have to another level. Um, that would be, that would be a burden off my shoulders like <laughs> a lot more support you know um with having a counterpart so that would be that would be excellent wonderful excellent. wonderful so she yeah. has spoken everybody she has spoken, she has spoken it yes so are I, you go, go ahead. ahead no no, you no go no. ahead it's all right no, I, was I, gonna, I was just gonna say i wish i had figured that out earlier that's all i was gonna say right right <laughs> that's all well i what i was going to ask is are you willing to take Questions from the audience? Of course. Okay. So uh -huh. audience, it's time for our next segment. We have you know, segments. Do you know what that See, segment's called? Jill keeps going back and <laughs> forth of what the segments are. It's this segment. <laughs> so what, what do you think? think? What, what do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. Well, in this case, we're all right. But Danielle's <laughs> the one that's most right. Okay, so we have Tammy, Charlie, Sam, and Dave. Hi. Um, yes. And well, really, um, you know, Tammy, I know how I pick on you, Tammy. But being that you want to start your own business, I'm sure you have a question for Danielle. So I'm going to invite you to speak, Tammy. <laughs> we love Tammy. We love Tammy. She's from and the she's DC. There. There she is. Yeah, Tammy, would you? Yeah, I did it, Tammy. Yeah, you know that's no, what I, I do. I didn't. I I came in kind of late, so I don't well, that, even know. Okay. Like okay. This well, all you need to do. This is Danielle, and all you need to do is ask her any question question about business like starting your own business because she's an extraordinary entrepreneur and brand expert and marketing and pr and events all of that um i guess um what like really motivates you um to to do what you do because i know a lot of times we have families and we have our different things that we go through on a daily basis and sometimes that can be like a, a setback kind of um like i have children and they just started going back to school from um doing remote school so i've been like trying to start my own business and try to do something for myself mm. and um because i stopped working when they went to remote school so i've been home for like a year and a half but um just what motivates you to just keep going and to not let those things that may be, um, I guess, keeping you, I don't think it can keep you back, but may slow down the process a little bit. Um, yeah, that's a really great question, Tammy. And I am happy that you are also thinking about yourself and making sure that you, you know, you're a mom and you have, people who depend on you, you have a, a whole family who's depend on you, but you are also very important. And if you aren't well and satisfied, then everybody else will be affected. So I think that's really great that you're thinking about yourself along the way. 
But I think it's important that, that you know, we have a vision and you might need to spend some time thinking about what your life looks like going forward. You have children, right? You, you'll always have children and you'll always have family and all these other responsibilities. But what is that vision for your life? What, what, what makes you happy when you wake up in the morning? What do you want your day to be? What do you want to see? What do you want to smell? What do you want to do? You know, and creating that vision will allow you to know that you have something that you're working towards, right? So making, you know, the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. When you have that vision, you have something to aspire to, it gives you something to wake up for every day, right? Because you're fighting towards something that you want. You have a why in place of what you're doing this for. And that will motivate you in the moments where you feel low, when you feel unsure, where you're like, I don't know if I want to do this. But then you have this vision. It's like, I want to see this come to life, right? So what what is that earth shattering vision, that thing that you want to do that before you leave here, it's like, this will make you so happy if you move forward and accomplish this thing, right? It brings fulfillment, right? So I always encourage you and everyone, like, do the thing that fulfill you and make you happy because life is so short and you don't have to settle for a routine that you don't want right abundance is our birthright so whatever you want to go after you can absolutely make that happen we all have to sacrifice for what we want whether we have children or we don't have children we all have to work extremely hard because the odds have already been stacked up against us being black in america right so all that aside we all have to work extremely hard towards what we have but once you have that vision set Write that vision, put it on paper. What do you want to see yourself in five to 10 years? What are those goals that you want to hit? How much money do you want to make? How do you want to live? Where do you want to go? Who's in your circle? What are your friends like? How much money's in your bank account? What are you doing to change the world? Once you have that vision set up, you write it on paper, you look at it every single day. That's that's That should keep you motivated to keep going. Oh, for sure. I... Oh, All right. <laughs> All right, Reverend Danielle. Sure. I love writing and I write all the time. I be writing God to death. I'm always writing. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much and nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. That was incredible. That was. Thank you. Ooh. Tammy, thank you. Thank Ooh, you for thank that. Thank you, Tammy. For that. Ooh, wow. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 All right. Charlie, Sam, or Dave, do you want to say anything? Oh, Charlie said yes. All right. Charlie, do you want video? Uh, No, no, no. Not this time. Okay. No problem. Hey, how are you? Hello. To us or to Danielle? <laughs> First and foremost. But wait, 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 wait. Look, Charlie, I, I got to let you know, Danielle, I met Charlie probably a week or two weeks ago, and he is an amazing person, and he has special gifts that will blow your mind. And he is... <laughs> Oh, see now he's laughing. He's laughing, but but, but it's true. He's, but he's modest. He has special gifts that blow that would really blow your mind. Um, but um, he's also working on building his business with his special gifts. So I just wanted to set it up. That's all. All right, Charlie, you're on. <laughs> I appreciate it, Tony. <laughs> no problem. 
first and foremost, I just wanted to like hand you your flowers because this is some black prestige happening right now. She's from Spellman and she and all the things she just said, and she's only 22. That's so dope. So as a black woman, me as a black man extending to you your flowers as a black woman, I'm so proud of you. Good job. You did such a good job. I just wanted to give you that first and foremost. Secondly, and this is a little off the cup, but are you a Capricorn? <laughs> hey, Charlie, thank you so much for my flowers. Um, I'm actually a Scorpio. Yo, I knew she was a water sign or oh, air sign, but water. it's definitely. <laughs> you ever had your chart done? My chart done? Yeah. No. You should get it done. I'm I'm trying to tell you, I promise you, you're you're probably a Capricorn in North Node. Everything about you screams Capricorn in North Node, Capricorn in MC. Just like how you were talking about determination, the focus, the the I don't deal with too many people. I just focus on getting there. Like it, everything just screamed Capricorn in North Node. I'm a Capricorn in North Node. So I, I heard I heard me and you, and I was like, oh my God, yes, I feel that. I resonate so hard. Leave me alone. Let me get to the success. Let me get to my bag. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> so, so where do I go to get my card read? Oh. Oh. Well, looking for you. If you would like, you can come to me at charlyrictarot.com, and I can do your chart for you. You can just set up a date. I said, if you go to charlyliricttarot.com, you can get your chart read. Lyric, tarot. Lyric. Yeah, Lyric. Charlie L Y R I C. And Charlie is also yeah, and Charlie's also on Fireside. What's the name of your show, Charlie? Gotcha. What's on your heart? What's on your heart? So all of his information is there. So if you okay. just looked in the app. What's on your heart and his information is there. And speaking of information, we've been, we have uh, Danielle's link in the fortune cookie as well. If you wanted to connect with her. Definitely. I will. Okay. So now my real question, this is the real question. Now is the real question. I had to get through all that stuff first. (laughs) Okay. Because we're all, we all a sort of, a sort of a podcasting and podcasting to me is nothing but journalism at is, you know, just at the rawest form of it all. So coming, the fact that you come from that background, what advice would you have for all of us right here, right now, being that we are taking on a form of journalism, what would you say that we should do to master and broaden ourselves as journalists? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, Mastering journalism. So uh, we got to do some fact checking, right? There's definitely a thing called uh, primary sources and secondary sources. And I mean, technically, the internet is not a lot of primary sources. It's not a source. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Not a source. Wikipedia, (laughs) nope. (laughs) These are all secondary sources because we could just put anything, anybody could just put anything up online, right? So when it comes to us really reporting, like we're doing interviewing, you know, we're, we're doing more talk show style. But when it comes to really reporting on what is happening in our world and in the community, 
we have to get back to the bare basis of research, right? Yes. And some of the best research also is really connecting with the subject matter. I see a lot of uh, like mainstream media just, just doesn't connect with like the subject matter and they just like saying like all kinds of things and just pushing agendas on people and objections and and just so much, so many ideas and a lot of it's not true and it's extremely misleading, right? So if we are going to, you know, take this badge of honor, turn these mics on, turn these platforms on and utilize them, you know, I, I think we need to be utterly responsible for the information that we put out there, right? Um, it's always great to work with a producer. Producers can do that, that brunt work for you. You know, a show producer can do the research. They have to put together the talking points. You know, they get, get the information together so you come through correct. And so, you know, having that, um, you know, those bare basic things are, are awesome. And make sure that, like, you know, your distribution, you're extremely very, very serious about distributing your show and where it's going to go and having a plan and a vision to grow the show. If that's what you desire, right? Um, I want to patronize Black media. You know, I want to build our own outlets up bigger. The Media Foundation is extremely vital for our community's health and our community's growth, right? Mm -hmm. So if we don't have outlets to promote our business, our enterprises, and to spread messages across our community for us, we don't have communication, right? Mm -hmm. And so most media is not Black-owned. So let's get back to like being super responsible with like, all right, let's patronize black media and grow black media and not always just want to be on like the big old like other stations. You know, I kind of went in a couple directions, but y'all see what I'm passionate about. <laughs> no, no, we're, no, we're, no, we're, we're right with you. We're with, with you. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to bring up the green room. You know how we were in the green room earlier? Um, with another black creator and here on Wednesday night we have like I think it's five or six um, black creators or creators of color on Wednesday night on Fireside it's like we're all gravitating towards each other which I think is fabulous um, and, and trying to help each other out uh, these are the things we really need to do um, and stop fighting against each other, as you know, we have done. Um, but all of that needs to really end. Um, so being that you're here speaking so positively and powerfully and powerfully, yeah, what the hell? I can't say powerfully. Powerful. Oh, I can't say powerfully. Okay. Well, <laughs> well cool. But anyway, uh, Danielle, I'm just sending it back to you. All my love and what you're doing is just excellent. Thank you. It's fabulous. It, so does that, is that part of your vision for women in media global? Uh, which part? What, what you were saying about how media needs to grow and, and we need to have our own. Is that part of your vision for that? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm thinking of like a distribution network. Like I want to create a platform that, you know, distributes, you know, women's voices and, and black and brown creators. So I want to be the owner of the distribution network, right? Where the creatives come to 
and put their shows onto our platforms. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Understood. Yeah. Hey, uh, Charlie, Charlie I, I inter- know I jumped yeah, in. Yeah, Tony on your... interrupted you first. Then <laughs> I, I did. did. I'm guilty. <laughs> hey, it's your show, so you fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize. Was no. there more you wanted to say, though? Just one more question. One more question, and then I promise I'm good off stage. I won't. Oh, I won't you're fine. You're okay, fine. so, um. I'm a bit of a philosopher and I write high rhetoric and I want to challenge society. And being that you advise politicians, because eventually that's the platform I want to call to, just challenging society as a whole. What would you advise someone like me to take the steps forward in doing and how to present that in an effective way where people would be able to not only embrace that high rhetoric, but voice their opinions towards it so what are you challenging social norms mm-hmm. so, social constructs the way of thinking and how just modern society is now and uh you know talking on notes of tradition but also and taking from t- taking from uh schools of thoughts that people don't usually um stand on when it comes to what is Socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you interested in like getting legislation changed? Oh, no. Okay. How can I present this? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it might get a little deep and I apologize if it gets deep to a point where you lose me. Just let me know. But, you know, I study things like hermetic law and universal law and... Um, more of the traditional thoughts of like um, stoicism and things like that. So in my rhetoric, I offer like the ideas of social constructs and what they look like and whether or not these things actually serve society or whether they're breaking down society. And as you know, right now, it's such a big deal with, you know, everything that's going on with the LGQT. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I slaughtered that so hard. (laughs) But uh, them and, you know, everything that's just going on right here, right now. And I'm not someone that I'm someone that listens to the left, to the right and everybody in between. But I want to know what's the best way to give that and for people to take it on and and so make a conversation rather than just pushing it to the side. I think it's best to start local. And to, you know, start hosting local meetups around center around causes and awareness that you are passionate about. And also then finding um, collaborators that you can kind of create this coalition of other organizations, organizers and founders who also believe in the same vision. And then having that coalition, you know, be a voice, you know, because when there's more together, you know, that speaks volumes. Once you then have this coalition, then you take the coalition in front of, if you need to get in front of a lawmaker or any legislators or elected officials, I mean, really legislators job is to create laws. I mean, we elect them into office to create laws. They don't manage the laws. That's the cops. (laughs) Their job is simply to legislate. So, I think a lot of things need to stay out of politics in general. Like I, 
you know, there's laws being made and, you know, people, you know, how we govern our personal lives and things like that, you know, some stuff is going way too far and it really does mess up societal norms or whatever we want to call normal. But um, just having that community together and building that community would be the first step for sure to get those voices heard. Thank you. That, that was a dope very, Again, <laughs> very good. Um, Charlie, I have something to add to that. Okay. So there was something on your show that you were going to read and then you decided not to. Yeah. Um, I heard the first maybe two sentences of that. So... Uh, Are you sure that was Charlie? Was yes. Yeah, with me. Yeah. It was okay. Charlie. Stefan did it tonight, too. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so um, I, I understand the uh, pressure that was on you. Um, however, I really do believe you need to work on that and then do it. Don't ask for permission. Don't ask for approval. You need to work on it and then do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's actually just the way you were going to do it. That's your start. That's actually something I've been working on for like the past two or three weeks. And when I wrote it, it was something that really resonated with what's on your heart. And I knew when I said it, people would appreciate it and it would start a conversation. But yes, I just got so afraid. I got so afraid. I was yeah. like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not ready. So, no, I really am trying to get to the point yeah. where I'm really trying to show full out who I am. Yeah. Rehearse it. Okay. Rehearse it. Fair. Seriously. Rehearse it. Okay, I will. Until I will. you, until you, and you know, envision that you have the audience in front of you and just rehearse it. And eventually you'll do it. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Cool. I love Charlie. I love Charlie too. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's time to it's time to what? We're ending our show. I want to end the show. You are phenomenal. I mean, seriously, when I think of phenomenal, not just phenomenal women, but phenomenal people, you you are in my mind. I so, agree. I mean, I agree. amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, so thank you for joining us tonight. Yes, please, please give her a round of yes, applause because she, she definitely deserves it. Um, yes. um, what? Anything you want to say? You Early on in the show, you said you had something else you wanted to say. Oh, that's right. <laughs> remember? That's, that's, yeah. Oh, you remember yeah, what, is, what is so that? So I wanted to know, audience members... Did you see Tony's picture? Did you notice something different on fire? His fireside profile picture. Did you all notice something different? It's just me. It's just him. (laughs) I'm not in it. I'm no longer in his picture. But there's a good reason. It's a good reason. So next week, I am actually going to go back to my journal journalism roots. You didn't know that, Charlie. Jill's a journalist. <laughs> and interview Tony about his upcoming new show called Called Poetic People Fighting Racism. Double P F R. 
That's right. I'm your host, That's Anthony right. Cordova, Tony C., the man about love. He's practicing his open yeah, again. to make sure it works. <laughs> and it's where he's going to um, use his spoken word poetry um, to launch conversations about discrimination in the caste system in the U.S. Yes. So that starts. Caste system. Yes. Yes. So that starts on Saturday, this Saturday, but it's every other Saturday at nine o'clock Eastern. That is correct. Um, but but next week I'm going to interview him after his first show to see what that yes. felt like so, yes. for him. Next Wednesday show will be Jill interviewing me. Yes. So. We're still together. We're still married. We're still a couple. We're still doing I'm right, I'm right. Yes. yes but his yes. picture will, from now on, just have him in it. My picture, however, still has him in it, just for the record, just so you know. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you again, Danielle. Danielle, I'm going to uh, email you right after the show, okay? Danielle, you um, were like a fabulous guest. You're like a fabulous yes, guest. Yes, you could come back just, anytime you want. So, you know, if you have when you have something new or you just want to talk about what you're doing, you're welcome yeah. to come. Or if you just want to just hang out. Yeah, you, know, you can do that too. You know, maybe yeah, we'll find cool. that partner for you. Okay. Partner slash husband. <laughs> no, that I think that <laughs> that's who walked through the door before. <laughs> but, but she's not letting us know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. All right. Keep all right. Private. So uh, it's it's Relationship Wednesday. Next up is How Was Your Day? And uh, that, that's yeah. all I have to that's say. That's all you have? All right. Bye. Oh, Bye, everybody. Gone. Bye. Love you all. We love you all. Oh, I guess I got to do stuff like take us off the stage and all of that. I don't want to Bye, do Stefan. Bye, Turn David. Stefan, we did come to your show, Stefan. That's right. We did. You, but you don't look to see whether we were there. Again, we love you all. Bye, David. Bye, Charlie. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>